for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good morning and welcome to the Coffee Club for March 18th, 2020. We've got a lot to talk about today in only two hours of time. I will urge you some of the topics we're going to talk about today will be a little bit, (coughs) um, shall we say, controversial at times, but I'm going to say please be respectful of others. Keep politics out of it. If you don't, you will be gone. It's as simple as that. It's a one and done. But please be respectful to others. Now, with saying all of that, good morning. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about. Let's start, uh, well, shoot. Uh, let's start with Jennifer in wherever you're at, Jennifer. I'm in the living room this morning. How are you? You're not taking advantage of this good weather? No, because I'm writing today. You're writing, you're taking notes? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're I'm doing? Say, if you're writing a book, please leave my chapter out, Jennifer. <laughs> uh, that would be a bestseller, Jennifer, so you might want to keep that in there. Um, 
Yeah, so, knows. You're doing all right this morning? Yeah, doing pretty well. Finding creative things to do with my time. I think that's kind of what we all are. Since Jeff's already jumped in there, Jeff, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing very well. 31 degrees here, and it's going to be a high of 51. And by Friday, it's going to be up in the upper 70s, they're talking. But then it's going to cool down again. With The weather can't make its mind up. I was going to say it's almost 80 here, but I really didn't need to go that way. Um, uh, we've been breaking records almost, close to breaking records almost every day. It's close to 90 most days and not looking like it's going to drop anytime too soon. Okay, um, let's go to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, we are good. It's about 30 degrees, but it's headed for 54 and 64 tomorrow and almost 70 Friday. And I might spend all day out on the front deck. Oh, my. He would be... I sound like a good idea if I can get my phone to be quiet, too. Uh, it'd be a very good idea. Minneapolis, Minnesota, where it may be a different story. Well, it's 37, so it's pretty nice here. Um, supposed to get up to around 50, so actually we can't complain too much. No. It, it is supposed to get cold this weekend. Oh. It's in the upper 20s. <laughs> oh. I couldn't stand that now. Let's see. Let's go to Evansville, Indiana. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, still trying to get my head around Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, other than that, to he's got $30 million to figure it out. <laughs> and uh, just adapting to home life. There you go, Michael, and we'll be talking about that in depth here in just a few moments. Um, uh, I was going to say it looks like Cam Newton could be playing for the Colts. No, Cam Newton's not playing for the Colts. Um, The Colts signed Phillip Rivers. I'm sorry, Phillip Rivers. Cam Newton's looking for a job. Yeah, I was going to say, Cam doesn't know where he's going. That's right. <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't take Tom Brady. I don't think Colts Nation would have uh, rallied around that one. Uh, hey, if they had brought him a Super Bowl, they would have figured it out. So, let's see if I missed anybody on the panel. No, no, you've got everyone on the panel. That's a first. Plus one, two, three, nine, five, nine, six. There. Okay, let's take uh, let's take Bill's call while I get this phone to stop. I thought it hit it on mute. Chicago way. Yeah, I was going to tell you it's about forty some degrees here today. Supposed to be in the fifties tomorrow with heavy rainstorms. We're supposed to get rain tonight, and we're only going to be in the thirties. Plus one, muted. What they're predicting. Nine ten a.m. And of course, the only the only Corolla Corona I have, as a cousin told me last night, is in his refrigerator. Oh, I hear you, Bill. And let's Bill, keep it I, that I, I way. I'll tell you something about Chicago. I got to tell you, I was happy to be watching WGN Channel Nine in Chicago, and boy, I'll I'll tell you, they really. I, I mean, whether you like Next Star or not, and they're owned by Next Star now, they really have done a super super job with their news department. They've got a killer news department on that channel. Oh yeah, and of course they've been doing good on the radio too, and and 
course, you know, the, everything's shut down here. You really can't do anything. No, the grocery stores are doing the same thing, opening an hour for senior citizens, people who need assistance. And most of them all now closing at 9 o'clock at night so they can stock the shelves. Yeah, we had the, our, our, well, we, I know that Bill's going to talk about that, but I only wanted to say that about WGN, Bill, because I really, I didn't, th I never knew that they were such a good station at that point, but they really have, they really have done a good job. I don't, I don't know if they're doing better than the other ones, but they really sound good yeah, well, uh, they're they're on, on the TV side, I meant. Yeah, the TV side, they're getting ready to launch that new thing this summer, that, what they call it, America News, or they're going to be on. Yeah, that's primetime news, but expect right. that that's going to evolve into a 24-hour news channel, Bill. Yeah, it probably will, but I meant they're supposed to start sometime this summer. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if WGN Television does 24 hours of news. They do more news than anything else. Go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry to have Todd Hong it there. No, no problem. I guess since we've got everybody in the pans erased, we're going to devote some time this morning um, because it's all that everybody's talking about or concerned about. What a difference. Um, some of us have been... Seeing this, you know, was coming for the past two or three weeks, and what a difference the last 10 days have made. And they've made changes in all our lives with getting groceries. And I suppose I'm going to ask the question this morning, and Chris will be giving out the number several times throughout this hour, and you can also send comments and we'll play them on the air if you don't mind and if you do then you have to tell us in the message but and you can call 800-693-0595 and press option one and you know make your comment and tim will will bring it over here and and play it but i think what we're asking um is a how are you coping as or as a person, most of all, but mainly also as a visually impaired person in this crisis? I know we're scrambling, worrying about groceries, um, how to get them. I know I made an order. Fourteen things were off the list. And now I go back to order and... They're not always, they're not delivering for seven days, so we've you know these are just part of the problems. I'm not complaining because everybody else is going through the same thing. So we have to learn to be a little creative. Now it looks like uh, Jeff, we might have a call. Is that Julie? Yes, we have Julie uh, McCullough out in uh, Kansas. So let me get to her right now. Go ahead, Julie. Good morning, everyone. It's about 49 degrees and going to get to about 67, but it's cloudy, so it may not move upward too quickly. Virginia and I are not exactly staying home and being the pools. We are... Oh, what's going on? Go ahead, just keep talking. You're on, you're on. Go ahead. Okay, they're saying weird things to me. It's... Anyway, we're not exactly staying home and being good little girls. We Shame uh, on you. went up. Well, and we do not. We Virginia found one small bottle of hand sanitizer in the bathroom. We're just kind of trying to deal with it with soap and water. Um, we still have toilet paper. We certainly have not been hoarding it because we haven't been able to because there isn't any in the stores. 
And, you know, we can't really afford to buy tons of stuff up ahead. Uh, so, but we, um, we didn't have church on Sunday and, of course, no Bible study or United Methodist Women or anything like that. Um, and, but we did, you know, we have been going to the store if we need to. Um, we have taken a friend and, and gone out to eat because she kind of goes stir crazy. And we went to a couple's house and had corned beef and cabbage last night. And so, um, so that's kind of what we're, you know, so far, I mean, there have been things we haven't had and, and we miss those things. But so far, we have not, I don't think, been overly affected yet. I will say in our area, most of the restaurants now are carry out or delivery only. You you can't just go to the restaurant if you get stir if you get stir crazy. You're just going to have to deal with it because you know they're not going to do that. And we've had some people that were going to the beach and they said they really didn't care. They were going to do it anyway, and I personally think that's the wrong approach. You may be young and healthy, but if you're a carrier and spread that disease to an older or somebody that might be vulnerable, we, we're all in this together. And I believe that we need to be as responsible as possible, you know, and not not to do that and not think about ourselves all of the time. And, uh, what, they, what they said, Bill, and, and, and I was watching the Today Show, or the pre-Today Show, I should say, early in the morning, is that we, this, we have not seen the worst of this. This is only the tip of the iceberg, and that they put a graphic on the screen, even though you can't see it. But they talk about the fact that we have not seen the peak of this thing. And uh, my, my daughter said to me, well, when is the baseball season going to start? And I said to her, well, I don't think there's going to be a baseball season because what happened, I mean, even if the uh, major MLB says we want to run baseball, it's not really going to be up to them. It's going to be up to the individual cities and large cities like New York and Los Angeles and San Francisco and Chicago and uh, and Boston are going to say, no, we, we will not allow crowds in, in our in our ballparks and they're not going to have baseball without without fans in the audience. That's just not well, right. Well, and that's true. But hopefully... Some of this will, but they were showing San Francisco on the news last night, and they're supposed to have a kind of a, well, I don't know the right term for it, but they're not supposed to be out on the streets doing whatever. You had people, so they were on kind of a lockdown. You had people out on the streets, skateboarding, running, doing whatever, whatever. So... Unfortunately, people aren't taking this as serious as possible. And thank you, Julie. Do we have a, a couple more raised hands? We have two hands raised. Let's get to, let me get to Gail. Let me get to Gail out there in uh, Minnesota. Go ahead, Gail. As I told you, Jeff, earlier, I ordered from Green, Green Mill Restaurant. I called, and Beth and I were going over there for lunch yesterday. When we called, they, they said no, no, no. We'll deliver that kind of thing, but we're not. Um, you can't come here to eat. So I had we had a dial a ride scheduled, and we had to cancel it right away. And I thought, oh boy, we're going to get no show letters because it's too late to cancel. And they're doing out like a forgiveness thing at this point. 
as far as canceling for our dial of right. Well, and that, that, that we and, and I thank you. That poses another question, but I want to get to the hands raised here. Sure, no problem. Um, but uh, but it, that that does pose a question. I'm going to get to you, Bill. And I'm going to there we go, Bill. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Okay, Jeff. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of that stuff where people going out on the street because that's what happened here in the state of Illinois. Over the weekend, last Friday, our governor's on TV and told people to use discretion that you don't mingle with big crowds and keep it down to less than 50 people and stuff like that. Well, what happened, the, I call them the North, Richard North Side people and the people up in Rogers Park and the Boys Town area, they decided that Friday night they're going to celebrate St. Patrick's Day early. So they crammed the bars and the restaurants and were in two block long lines. Well, the governor said, if that's what we're going to play the game, we'll just shut everything down. That's what he did. He shut everything down, the bar, the rest. In fact, one of the big major clubs, the Unity Club of Chicago, where I worked for 50 years, they had to close it. And the members well, were really upset, but they had to cut. Another thing is really a story I heard last night, and I checked it out. You can find online. If you go to Cynthiana, Kentucky, where my... Uh, wise parents came from. It's a little tiny town about 90 miles south of Cincinnati. Uh, there was a girl, the very first case in the state of Kentucky was a 27-year-old girl who worked for Walmart. She worked in their salad department and that kind of stuff behind that counter. She come down with it and they don't know how she got it because she had never been anywhere. No one had been there, no contact with anybody. Now it's about four or five people in Cynthia, but she was the first one in Kentucky. And they think, they're not sure, they're checking this out. They think she got the virus by shipping from China. Babe, here's the other thing, Bill, and I don't know if you heard about this. Also in Kentucky, there was a person in Kentucky who got the virus. He refused, doesn't want to be, be quarantined, and they have police guarding his house so he can't leave his house. Oh, yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard that. And, and if they go out, the whole family can't go. And if they, because he checked himself out of the hospital, that was another story. And he went to his house, and the, and the sheriff and everybody showed up, and they've got a guy sitting outside watching him. And if he goes out, they've threatened him with a 10-year prison term. That's true. Because he's, okay, not, he's, under, he's under house. But also, Las Vegas, I have a cousin lives in Vegas, I talked through last night. That is totally shut down, the casinos and everything. In fact, the, they had a big fight out there. The casino guys wanted to keep it open. But the governor said, you're shutting it down or you lose your license. Well, one of the things that we don't know about this virus, this virus is they don't know. It, it's, it's unlike anything we've seen before. It's not right. like the SARS virus. It's not like the H1N1. With the, that one, they could treat. This one, this one they, they don't know how it mutates or what's happening with it right now. So that's the issue. Right. We do have one more hand from Nolan out in uh, Michigan again. So let me get to you, Nolan. Hold on one second. Thank you, Bill. Go. Let me just get one one more time. Go ahead, Nolan. Hey, uh, hey, I just wanted to point out, uh, since you guys are talking about the coronavirus thing, I heard on I I'm I heard on WSBT that 65 people in Michigan were tested positive. You're lucky it's only 65 and not a thousand. I mean, we have a, we have a hell of a lot more in. New York State than they than you're talking about in 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 Michigan. So right, yeah, so. because you know in Berrien County, we're not 
infected by it yet. So we're staying close by because uh, we're staying close by as much as we can and following what um, Governor Roger Whitmer has stated about all the schools being closed. All right. Well, thank you very much, Nolan. Thank you very much. You're I welcome. appreciate your input. Marion, I, you you, I know you have your hands raised, but I also want to ask you a question because you're also in the uh, hotel, in the well, you're in the hotel business in the, uh, I forgot what they, what they call it, but uh, I wonder how this is going to have an effect on what you do with the hotels. So let me unmute you here. And Good morning. Yeah, how does this affect your business? You're in the, you're in the, you know. Well, um, it affects my business in quite a few ways. Uh, the hotel restaurant is only doing carryout, and even though the Embassy Suites is known for its really great breakfast and so on and so forth, all of that is going to be takeaway. Um, so people are not having their breakfast in the hotel. Um, of the two hotels that we have, one of them we're pretty much closed down and moving all of the reservations over to the other. Um, the staff is being shrunk by a huge amount. Um, and I haven't even told my brother this yet, but I will be furloughed for 60 days as of tomorrow. You just told him. <laughs> yeah, probably, I just told he's, him. He's probably <laughs> listening. <laughs> no, uh, he'll what? be calling me up going, holy crap. Um, yeah, um, that, it had to be the hardest day for the managers and so on to pick all of the people who um, are being furloughed for a good while, um, you know, we've been spending tons of time canceling reservations for everybody, refunding piles of money, so on. Um, Colorado University, uh, the graduation got canceled yesterday, so I'm sure my a whole day today is going to be spent returning like ridiculous amounts of money to all these people who booked all their reservations and had to pay for them in advance. So I guess, in a way, it's a good thing because they'll get all their money back. Well, here's a question I'm, I want to ask you, because I want to ask you yeah. a question. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm not trying to get personal, but yeah. I'm hearing tons of people saying this is really affecting them. Is this, do you, do you think that as this goes on for 60 days, will this cause, obviously this causes depression. What, what will you do with yourself for 60 days? <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I may start uh, getting creative about looking for other jobs. I heard that Amazon is hiring crazy amounts of people to work their warehouses and so on, but they're also going to need customer service and so on. So I may very well find out whether or not they will be willing to host a really excellent customer service agent who's willing to work from home because that's what they need people to do right now. And she'll um, walk the dog a lot. Yeah, really. Yes, I will be walking the dog a lot. And since you mentioned that, my weigh-in this morning was 19 and a half pounds down. That's very so, great. So, and yeah, that's... there's going to be a lot of walking the dog. Uh, out here, all the restaurants and bars and so on and so forth are closed except for takeout and carryout and, and uh, drive throughs and so on. And uh, a lot of other things are closed. A lot of things have voluntarily closed. And I wanted to give you guys uh, a podcast that my husband and I are following, which uh, you might want to stick out there for folks to see. It's called Coronavirus, One Word, Daily Briefing. And uh, my husband, Paul, just emailed it to, to uh, Bill. 
Okay. So you can put it in the in the show notes. They gather news from kind of all over the place. Some of it's world news, some of it's local news. They leave the politics out of it. They just report it as it is, what they what they know of the news, um, and they they describe the graphs and so on. So they don't just stick graphs out there. They actually give you the numbers and the such, so you can really see what's going on in the world. And um, for me, uh, the, what I'm going to do besides walking the dog and looking for a job, I've been outlining for a while a book that I want to write. So now I've got two months. I have no excuse not to write it. Hey, Marion, your brother told me, she, he said that you're a fantastic cook. He said that you should move to Albany and you could cook for me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's real. I I'm am a kidding. good cook. That's not, that's not a lie. I am a good cook. I'm only kidding you, Marianne, but that's what JNR and JR and I were joking about. One yeah, time. JR would like me to cook for him, too. That's not surprising at all. We understand. Thank you, Marianne. Okay. Do we have any more callers? Yes, we do. I've got Michael, too. Okay, so go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Hold on a second. Go ahead, Joe. No, that's me. Ellen, whatever. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um, what, what, what's happening here in Albuquerque, and I don't know about the rest of New Mexico, but a lot of things are shut down. Uh, we still have Sundance service, but, um, um, you know, we're, the grocery stores are, a lot of the stores are empty, but the um, um, McDonald's is doing... Uh, takeout only and I don't know what the other but a, a lot of things are shut down and then here in the building we're doing just uh, you know social distancing for the most part uh, and that kind of thing there's just some things that have to happen we have to do laundry we have to get the mail you know you just got to be careful uh, how you know space it up between and do things with you know while your neighbors are not around. Well, so that's not always possible in a large building. Exactly, I know. I know you understand that too, Jeff, because you got the same problem I do. Well, I do. And and if you can't find hand sanitizer, they say that you can use soap and water, and that is just as effective as hand sanitizer. Actually, they're yeah, saying soap and water is more effective, and you should only use hand sanitizer when you don't have access to this soap and water, water. even for it. cleaning services. Exactly. You got it. Thank yeah. you, Ellen. Uh, we and do see, have Abby. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm hold sorry. On. I just want to say something real quick. Um, and the at, uh, our, as far as the churches go, not all the churches in the city are closed. They um. Our church is open, and they put hand sanitizer stations all over the church. So that, you you know, you have no excuse not to use it when, you know. Well, that church would not right. be open here. It would not be open here. Um, no, it would not be here. an option here. It would not be open. And I'm yeah. surprised if it will stay open much longer. Um, but... Well, that's, why I, that's why I keep checking. Yeah, that's why I keep checking. Right. We got some more raised hands, yes, Jeff. Thank you, Ellen. All right, go go ahead. Go ahead, Abby. 
say real quick, we do have a couple of calls. Okay, we'll get to those. Let's get Abby, and then we'll take those calls. You're unmuted now, Abby. Go ahead. I should should be unmuted. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Um, What? Am I still muted? It said safe driving mode. That's something to do with your phone. Yeah, I'm not driving, guys. I'm still at home. Um, Here we have closed everything down, uh, bars, restaurants. They are doing takeout. And we have seen a lot of posts that say um, support your mom and pop, you know, your hometown restaurants, um, you know, to help your community instead of going to, like, McDonald's or Wendy's or something like that. That way your hometown restaurants are still getting um, business. Also, um, unfortunately, uh, my daughter's great-grandmother passed away Saturday um, on her dad's side. And so uh, we have to go to a funeral today. And since um, all of the scares and what have you, um, they have restricted the funeral service to be graveside only um, for family. So, um, so that's quite different. So, I mean, that just goes to show that you know, even even then, you know, they're they're doing their part to help with the quarantines and keeping people safe and distanced. And our grocery stores um, were very limited Sunday when I went to get some groceries. Um, and church, uh, I do church online every week. Well, if I get up, I do it every week. But I go, I do church at, uh, uh, what's the link, Michael? Do you, do you remember? Is it live.lifechurch? Um, and they do an awesome, awesome service. So if by chance your church does not do an online church service, uh, mine does, and Pastor Craig does a great online service. So um, that's my take on COVID-19. From Greensburg, Indiana, Decatur County. Yes, sir. Very good, Debbie. And we do not have, uh, so far, let me knock on some wood here, our county so far is COVID-free. Oh, my, we have six cases here in, in Collier County in Florida. Here in Naples, so I'm not well, sure how many we have here because here in Albany it keeps rising every day in the Albany County and in New York State it keeps rising. Well, and they well, and they said that you know um, Italy two or three weeks ago is where we are now, and now they are like bombarded. I mean, you know, so it's going to get worse before it gets better. So don't panic. Um, as Chris and everybody has said, wash your hands. You know, cough in your elbows, stay three to six feet away from people. I forget what the fourth one is. And if you feel ill, stay home. Well, and this just just illustrates what I've been saying for a long time. If you're sick, stay home. If you got a cold and you know you got a fever, why do you want to go fumigate everybody else anyway? I never understood people that think they just got to go get in that crowd. You're right, Jennifer. Yeah. Here's the well, other we thing. can just we can just stay home and play Dice World, folks. Yeah, and here's yeah, the other thing they're it. saying, and they're saying this. 
And they're also saying there's no reason to hoard. Really, there is no reason to hoard. This is not like the Depression where you had where, you, where, where, where the banks were crashing and everything else. And I'm noticing even today, I just went on Instacart a while ago, and I'm, and I'm getting more reasonable times for delivery. I think that at some point things will calm down somewhat. So I don't think this, this hoarding for groceries is going to be a permanent thing. But it, it is it is a problem right now, but it's not going to be a permanent one. Well, people are just not thinking. They're just purchasing, and they're, they're afraid. Yeah, Abby, as they said, I'm not happy to be watching something on television where they were talking about that. It's, it's a thing where it's called anxiety. And people are, are getting into this anxiety mode, okay? Well, and that, and that I'm, I'm sorry, but with social distancing and things like that, that's going to get worse because... When you're by yourself, you get more anxious. You get more depressed. So, well, you, know, you got more time to think about nothing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, and we uh, need uh, to keep uh, we need to keep uh, ourselves right, available for our friends to talk. You know, to be there for them because a lot of people aren't used to this. You know, a lot of people aren't used to being by themselves, and um. I mean, I can speak from experience. I deal with depression. So when I start feeling that way, you know, when I really start feeling down, I start picking up my phone and I'm like, hey, man, somebody talk to me, please. <laughs> we you get know. it, Abby. Well, Believe me, you know. And, but, you know, so I agree with you. we there for our people. I agree. And you know what, and Abby? I agree because I'm sorry, Jennifer. Go ahead. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just part of it is 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 we're going to have to get to a point where we reach a happy medium where we're not watching the news 24 hours a day to see every new case that's coming, but we're not being ignorant about it either. I don't think there has to be a line somewhere where you know what's going on, but it doesn't consume you. But as I said before, Jennifer, how do you deal with this depression? Because, I mean, I, I'm like, in a way, I'm like Marianne's just brother JR. I like going out. I like I don't like being in my apartment all the time. And with everything being closed, I mean, even the malls are going to be going to close down at some point. It may, it does make for a very very difficult time. I'm not someone that likes to read books. I, I don't read lots of magazines, and you know, I don't, I don't. You know, that's it. Go ahead, Bill. Um, let's get a couple. Tim, you want to play a couple calls, and then we'll get back to these uh, callers here. Yeah, I was going to mention real quick the Mall of America closed yesterday at five. Oh. Anyway, here you go. Good morning, everybody. It's Nancy. A year ago, actually January 2019, I was diagnosed with a lung condition that's similar to COPD, and there's no cure. So I have had to be in isolation a whole lot of the time ever since then, because if I have contact with people that are ill with as weak as my immune system is right now, it could be deadly for me. So I guess for me, it's just part of the court. It's not fun, but recognizing what's going on with COVID-19 now, I even have to be more careful than what I've been. And it's hard to know that you can't do the social things that you used to love doing and whatever. But you know what? It's manageable, and this too shall end. Thank you. Have a good day, everybody. Bye. Great comments, Nancy. And hang on, I got to get to the other one here. Okay. We'll get to that. 
Oh, and one thing, it's good to see that businesses are doing doing things like Uber Eats is waiving their delivery fees if you order from a local restaurant, which is kind of cool. Yeah, right. Okay. Here we go. Good morning, Bill, and everybody on the coffee club. This is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana. And I thought I'd throw my two cents worth in here. They have canceled the commencement ceremonies at Purdue University, which, of course, won't be till the middle of May. So everything is at a standstill here. Um, my husband's still working. My vegetable is still working. Um, I'm not going to school, of course, and now they canceled my classes at the fitness place I go to. So we can still go to exercise, though, if we want. Anyway, I have a question also. Our church, speaking of not meeting, they're wanting us to use Zoom. I know that you on the coffee club will use Zoom. Is that Zoom meeting, or what is that exact app called? Because I've seen several Zoom apps in the app store. So you can answer my question on the air. I'd really appreciate it because I've got to get that program to attend our church services. And then maybe I can get on the coffee club sometimes, although I wouldn't interfere because you guys have a good enough panel anyway. So thank you. And uh, everybody stay safe out there. And remember, we're not in this alone. And I'm still going to call in positive requests all when I can. I'm glad the legend's still on the air. You guys are great. Bye-bye. Thank you, Debbie. Mike, you want to take that one about the Zoom? I believe what you want to look for, Debbie, is Zoom Conference. It's been a while since I've installed it. I believe that is the proper name for the Zoom Conference. And the, the, look, we might explain that you can download it for free. Um you can download that for free. You can either download it on your iPhone or your computer. And you can go to zoom.us, I believe. It's where I got mine at. Yes, zoom.us. Zoom.us. And you don't need, you know, the the one with the rooms, but um, but it's it's going to be used more and more and more. And By the way, Jonathan Mosen has a, has a book on Zoom, and if you go to, uh, I'm not sure of his website, it is for free. It, yeah, if you want a tutorial that we paid for, for right. It's called Mosen.org, M-O-S-E-N dot O-R-G. You can go there. You can get the free Zoom um, tutorial, and it's quite, quite good. Um, it's in an MP3 format. You can listen to it on your computer or Victor Stream. So that's a $35 tutorial that I paid for at the time. But it's excellent. It it may there may have been a few changes in Zoom since he released that, but it is um, it is. Um, free now. His story was he created it, he was selling it, he's went to work for the government, so he's not as dependent upon that income, and he said, I'm not feeling right about taking money for when people are in adverse times like they are now, and I'm not going to do that. So that's that's a great thing. Chris, you might want to give out the number 
one more time. Okay, the number is 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. The meeting ID is 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound as instructed. That'll do it. And if you want to just leave a comment on the comment line, 800-693-0595. Press option one, leave your comment. We will play it on the air unless you tell us not to. We have two hands. Two hands, okay. Go ahead. Okay, let's go with with Julie. Go ahead, Julie. Yes. Um, I read yesterday that there is um, an oregano oil soap that you can use that is antibacterial. And um, and then I heard that you can also use witch hazel if you can't find rubbing alcohol to make it or to or hand sanitizer. Well, uh, that's a good that's a good thing. I think I'm going to fall back on Chris's suggestion: use soap and water if I can. Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. And the other thing is, don't be fooled by all these purists. I've got I can't tell you how many spam uh, emails I've gotten from people telling me, uh, uh, "This is this is a uh, new cure for the for this virus." There is no cure. There is no vaccine for it. And people are trying to make money. People are trying to make money on people's on this on this particular crisis that we're in so that's that so don't do don't do that go ahead chris they have started vaccine tests but they're not anywhere near ready yet they gave the injections to the first people i think it was monday in seattle washington seattle yep so that's something to hope for thank you julie um any more raised hands we have well, we got Bill in Chicago again. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, this refers back to when Abby was on. She was talking about uh, they said her daughter, great granddaughter, grandfather died away, and they got only great side funerals. Uh, they're doing similar thing here in Chicago. So you, you can only be family members at the funeral service. And also, the people realizing in Italy, I heard the other day that yesterday. I guess the day before, because I guess it was news. The day before, they had 340 people die in 24 hours. If you break that down, that's four people a minute. In fact, there was there was so many deaths that they didn't have funerals. They just buried the people. The family never got to see them or anything. Um, very good. Mention real quick that Chris Ramsey's funeral. They're strongly encouraging it to be just him. Yeah. Which is on the 28th. The other thing about Italy that most people don't realize is that one of the reasons that they also have a high number of deaths in that particular country is that Italy has also a very high senior citizen population, which I did not know, but they do. And also the country, all some of the countries don't have some of the same medical standards that we have. Um and, and that is that that is an issue in, in, in a lot of countries. Uh, you know, that that's that's another issue. All right, uh, Jennifer, I'm sorry. The thing that scares me about this virus is that 
you can be you can be somebody that's not having any symptoms and have it like um with a basketball player kevin durant he said he felt fine but he got tested because he was around people that had it and he found out you know he's positive he has it but he said he doesn't have any symptoms or anything yet that's scary i mean who knows who has it it's a very scary thing. We got another raised oh, or lowered hand. Gail lowered it. Okay, Gail lowered it. Um, Michael Loth, let me bring you in for just a moment. Um, how is you? I mean, you live by yourself. We're down here by ourselves. How are you coping? Are you having to change the way you do? And I'm going to give out a couple things that I'm having to change. People, you know, a lot of times you'll reach out and grab somebody's arm and they'll guide you or show you something. People aren't as apt to want to do that as much now. Or um, are there things that you're doing different in your world now that you weren't doing? Well, you are right. I notice, you know, people keeping their distance. So, right, if you go out and need assistance from someone, that may be a little more difficult. Of course, if people are coughing into their elbow and you're grabbing onto the elbow, you know, that that could be a point of concern. It's not affecting me a lot because I've already worked from home. Uh, I am rebranding. I'm launching something I've made available, but actually redoing my website to market offering zoom conferencing and things not that anybody can do it but what i want to do is have it where we'll get archives of it people will be able to stream just like we do here on the legend where participants can be in the conference or listen online and have that ramped up ready because we're already announcing very likely the national conventions are going to be online this year rather than in person and i think i know this one decision will be rendered on march 30th uh, in terms of the acb uh so but you are right. It is a little more difficult. Uh, I asked a sighted person from a, for some assistance, and they didn't say no. They're very, very non-committal. So, yeah, it, it's um, you know they're going to have to be prepared to be on your own at times here with skills. And there's a lot of other issues. They talked about if the hospitals do get overloaded and we actually have triage that. You know, younger persons may be chose over older ones, and the controversial, you know, maybe persons with disabilities might be overlooked for someone else. So, those are extreme measures, and hopefully, all of the. I am encouraged to see that people are actually, you know, getting together and making, you know, conscious decisions. I'm, I'm amazed to see the, the goodwill of people, and I, I do think there will be some good things that come out of this. Um, one, the increased opportunities to work from home. These companies are gearing up. They're kind of thrown into it. And they've had a lot of scrambling to make that happen. I think that will open up opportunities for folks to work from home and and just doing more online communications because uh, there will always be these gatherings, conventions, and events because people like to share a, a common experience with other people present. So, Let, let's talk one second about you know, Zoom. Um, just a second. Um, on on the legend itself, the people that are on Zoom are real old. You're you're fine, but okay. All right. So go ahead, uh, Michael. I don't know. There's so many different things. I mean, there's 
I want to go back to something that was coming on earlier about why people are so anxious, and I'll tell you, there's a few reasons for it. Number one, the uh, first projections are predicting an unemployment rate of 20%, so it would be understandable that some people would be going out and grabbing food while they have the money to do so because they know they may be out of work. Now, there are other people that are extremes. Uh, Abby told me she saw someone trying to sell toilet paper for $5 a roll in Indianapolis on Sunday, so... There will be people that are going to try to exploit the situation, buy and sell. You know, it's a the system that we're in. But you're hey, New York State, they can't do that. Well, <laughs> they probably couldn't do it. I'm sure if police or someone, you know, called and reported them. I'm sure that may have been shut down. We've heard of items being confiscated from people doing things like that. So, but to answer your question, as far as me personally, it hasn't affected me too much. I'm I'm a little more worried about it than maybe some people are, only because I. I have a propensity for respiratory issues, so I do fear that were I to contract it, it might have a fatal outcome. But I think we have to keep things in perspective. Um, you know, 98% of people are surviving it. Uh, so, you know, we don't know. I, I saw some stats today. I've been wondering. They're saying now that it lasts three hours on certain materials, at least steel, and, and then one hour on other things, and only four hours on cardboard. But as long as you don't put your hands to your face, and that's something I know some blind people do, maybe they're on that eyes water a lot or whatever, but inside of people do it as well. It's not a blindness thing, but that just breaking ourselves of that one habit would really make a difference. All right, by getting you know, and Mike, what one one person said to me, well, does that mean that we'll never be a convention again? That we'll never be live meetings and live get-togethers? No, that's it's it's not a never. But this is this is the new normal for now, not forever. Right. So the question is how that's going to work this year. What what does the model look like? How you know we talked about this. Would you have you know a Zoom conference where people that are more involved might be participating, and then others would be just listening and catching the stream, and then you know would they still be able to get things done? In in some ways, it could actually be more productive because if people have to write and submit their resolutions, and those things could still take place. So. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting stuff. The other question I want to throw out is what are you doing to occupy yourself? If you're staying inside more, what are you doing? Are you reading more, listening to more podcasts, watching more movies, playing cards? You know, what uh, what things are you actually doing to occupy your time? I think that would be an interesting uh, I think we'll get to that. Yeah. Before, you know, like uh, she was about, you know, starting to write her own book. I mean, that's... Uh, that's, a, that's a, a great, great question. Let's get a couple of these hands, and then right. we'll swing back. Well, let's let's get. I'm not sure. Let's. I think Gail's in the mix, isn't she? Gail keeps lowering hers. I don't know if she wants to talk or not. I, I think she lowers her hand because she thinks we're not going to call on her. But Gail, you don't have to lower your hand. We do recognize it. Uh, we got Nolan. We got Julie. Jerry. Bill, let's go to Jerry because he hasn't been on. Let's go to him first. Let me find. Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. He's still muted, obviously. Am I as? as I don't know what happened. Am I here? Yeah. I, I don't know what happened here, but... You know, one other thing I've got to talk about, Abby made a good point, is 
reaching out to other people. People are homebound, and some people need that communication. A lot of people are doing FaceTime and other things and checking in on family members and stuff. So I would encourage you to do that. Every day and reach out to other people and just let, let them Okay, I'm going to unmu- try to unmute Jerry. I couldn't do it. It wouldn't let me unmute him for some reason. Okay. I hope I'm on the air now. Uh, How we're occupying our time? Well, listen to you guys on the legend, some, and making our requests and all that kind of stuff. And we also have a lot of, I have a lot of shows that I've DVR'd that I can catch up on, like Perry Mason episodes and and, uh, stuff like that. And uh, that's how we're occupying our time. Well, that's good. At least you've got something. Yep. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. And we have Ellen again also. We have and we Sarah. have Ellen, Nolan, and Julie. Okay. Let me get to Ellen. Go ahead, Ellen. Yeah. Hi. Um, I, two things. One thing I, I've noticed, too, if you need to like rub your eyes or you've got an itch use a tissue that way you're not getting the you know at least you know you're you use a tissue that works nicely i've done that and um to, to occupy our time we're on the internet a lot and i've got uh things that i'm doing on the computer which is which is great so and the only places that i'm going out and doing is because we have to do the laundries, you know, doing that, and then just getting the mailbox. I'm just going to and from the mailbox. So that's You can always it. clean out a closet. <laughs> yeah, you can. You know, you, you, brought another, you brought another top, another thing there. If you want a good excuse to do your spring cleaning, now is a good time to do it. We have a call on the request line. Okay. Why don't you get to that, Tim? All right. Hang on a minute. Wait a minute. Nope. Hi, Bonnie from Southern California, and I apologize for the heater in the background. Things in California are like they are everywhere else. Everything is closed. Some of you may disagree with this comment. Um, blind people are like everyone else, of course. You want to screw that. Um, I think some of us who don't just run out of the house every three seconds to go see someone or to go pick up something because transportation doesn't work that way for us usually, um, we're probably better equipped to deal with this isolation business than some. That's my view. And we also know how to be creative, and that's a positive thing. I hope we really key into that. I wanted to mention... Last week, we had no internet for six days, and boy, did I miss the legend. Did I ever miss my landline? And the cell phone was overused because of um, our limited calling ability on it and data overages, which are very costly. So I'm grateful to have internet back. Don't take it for granted. I wanted to mention quickly something that's helpful in addition to our friends or maybe family at this time when we're confined more. Don't forget the program I've talked about before, Well Connected. It used to be called Senior Center Without Walls. And it's a virtual senior center if you're over 60. Anywhere in the country, they have wonderful 
groups. It is not a chat line. It is a facilitated group of all sorts. To get signed up, which is easy and free, and on a toll-free number, the office to call to register or inquire more, 877-797-7299. Again, 877-797-7299. Leave a message if no one answers directly. They do have Braille schedules and a thumb drive, one that you can play with more detail about the group on your NLS player if you have it or your computer. And I would strongly urge people, not only for now, but maybe later on to discover this resource. It's really a great way to connect. It's very blind friendly, even though it is not a program for blind people. You may like that. It's for all kinds of groups of all of interest not to babble on thank you guys and boy at this time especially we sure are grateful for the legend take care everyone thank you Bonnie I really appreciate that and we'll put that in our uh, show notes today because people do need to reach out and I agree with one comment you made very strongly that I believe a lot of us are better satisfied. I see people who just got to run every day and they say, I'm going to go to this card club. I don't care no matter what. And I'm going to do this. They can't be satisfied at home. And I I see that. But, you know, um, we, I think, are pretty good about entertaining ourselves and and those types of things. Yes, these things are wonderful. They are nice to be able to go, 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 go. But a lot of times I can be just as satisfied at home. Um, do we have more comments or are we, we good? Well, we have two hands raised. We have Nolan and Julie McCullough and, Mo- and Nolan Parrish. Okay. So I'll, I'll get to Nolan here then. Go ahead, Nolan. Okay, I just wanted to uh, reiterate on what someone said. So the uh, Zoom software is actually called Zoom Cloud Meetings. Okay, so if you want, I can put the link in the message window for you, and then you can put it in the show notes. Thank you, Nolan. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. But Gail, we have your hand raised, and you've been lowering it and lowering it, so let, let's get to you again one more time here, Gail. Go ahead, Gail. I've been feeling kind of depressed in a way because with all these activities here canceled because of this thing, and this is a community... And I keep hearing community, community, community. And now it's let's just stop everything. You know, it's not going to be forever. But it feels like the days are about 500 hours long. Gail, I have a bottle of gin in my, refri- my, in my under my cupboard. And I have, a, uh, I have bottles of tonic for you if you'd like to. T- I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you are. But if you could send even some, some apple 
juice or apple cider my way, that would help. Well, I'm just stuck, Gail. <laughs> Thanks. I yeah, mean, there's I, no answer to that question. There really, I mean, there is no answer. I think a lot of us, and maybe it's harder for some people, but we have to generate and manufacture our own um Sometimes you just do. Maybe it's calling somebody on the phone. That's not against the law right now. So you can, if you have a phone available, call on the phone. But, Michael, I applaud your effort. You know, you're you're making these Zoom things and setting people up. At least with Zoom, people that don't have the computer skills can call a phone number and people are finding that out now that we've we've been doing this for months and i know they said well i don't like having to call those extra numbers they can get used to that that's a small price to pay for not making them use you know an iphone or the computer to do that and zoom seems to satisfy a lot of people because there is video you know, so I know I've done that for our Lions Club. And yeah, the other thing that's becoming very popular as well is Skype, Bill. Uh, yeah. I, I read an article about that. And Zoom, they just, sent a, they just sent a newsletter uh, saying that, you know, we appreciate, we know that this is a tough time. But they, the, the, the newsletter really said that we are available and we are available uh, 24-7. And if, you, and, if, and if you need our services, here we are. Right, and well, I, I mean, yes and no. I, Zoom is a is a great platform. Now, I signed up uh, for you know a room and a phone line, but the problem is if you don't, you have to spend a certain amount of money, or you can't get uh, human or at least live support. You have to do a ticket to to resolve issues. But they are overwhelmed as a company. Everyone's uh, using them now at the same time. So, which which makes it difficult. Um, and you can do. get a phone number to bypass the toll, to pass, you know, bypass having to enter the code. But unfortunately, you have to spend at least $100 a month to do that. You gotta go right, and that's right. And, and but what we can do is, if you have an iPhone or computer, it's just like Legend Oldies, all you have to do is click on a link. And I write the link, and I've been thinking about actually posting that, putting it on a blog to tell people how to do that. So you can put that right on a website. Or, you know, you can go through right on your iPhone or something, click on that link or tap on it, and it'll automatically dial the number and connect you into the room. You don't have to remember the code or anything. So. But you're right. It was people who don't have and they want to use the phone only. That could give them great capabilities to talk and interact. And uh, I think, I guess, Bosma, even here in Indiana, they have something like that for senior citizens. I wasn't aware that it's there, that people can... All right. A, a link for that, at least, you know, folks in Indiana so they can communicate. So I really think that's going to be important to reach out, talk to other people, and, you know, exchange ideas. I want to share one thing that I found that I heard on a podcast. We talked at the beginning of the year, late last year, about what we thought the future was going to be, what kind of new technologies and stuff. And there's a website called futuretechinstitute.com. And what they did is they put out uh, this lady by the name of Amy Webb, and she's done it for 13 years, and it's predictions for the future, both in the next year and maybe up to 10 years down the road. And what I found interesting, and there's a lot of good stuff in there, if you like technology, but the interesting thing is the next generation, you know, smartphones, they're kind of leveling off as far as numbers, uh, but the next two evolutions are going to be 
glasses and rings used for technology and for health purposes. So that makes some interesting reading that you could uh, pursue if you're interested. That, that'll give you a little time. Yeah, we might come back maybe talk about that next week. Yeah. And look through it a little th- more thoroughly and you know put together notes or something. Uh, let's see. I think we got some more calls. We got some hands raised here. Got four. Four. Let me get the the ones we haven't heard from before. Well, let's go to. Uh, I think it's Shirley, if I'm not mistaken. And we'll get to her. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. It's me, Shirley. I'm I'm having a bit of a tougher time with this than some of you guys are. I, you know, <clears throat> we're in Florida currently, and I'm kind of debating, you know, whether I uh, want to go back to Ohio because, you know, if we're there, we would be in a building with other people, not that we would necessarily socialize with them, but if I did need something or, you know, if my husband uh, for some reason or other became ill or something, I just wouldn't feel, I feel like I'm really isolated here, you know, being in a house. I mean, there are the two of us, but um, yet, you know, the idea that I kind of feel like if we're not going to be able to go out or do anything anyway, I would almost um, feel a little bit less vulnerable being there where there are more people around than what I do here. And I don't have a problem with with necessarily staying in, I guess, when I, when I know that the choice is mine if I don't want to go out or whatever. But, you know, so far they haven't really locked us down or anything uh, in this area unless it happened this morning. Um, and the restaurants are still open if we really want to go. They did close the bars, and we have a lot of delivery and things like that. But, you know, I just get all kinds of scenarios in my mind, and I worry about if we lose phone service or, like I said, if, you know, if my... Uh, well, you may want to think about... Sick. You may want to seriously think about this, Shirley, because I just heard... I just came over the from Channel 13, WNYT in Albany that they're closing the border between the United States and Canada for all, and the only way you'll be able to go if, if it's super essential travel. Non-essential travel is no longer allowed and you may not be able to travel from uh, Florida to Ohio because they may eventually uh, they may eventually prevent you from traveling from one place to right. another like and that's, that. So that's you, what worries me because, you know, I mean, at first they talked like it was a couple of weeks and, you know, now it could be eight weeks and then they say you know this is going to be around till august and then i heard last night on a call that i was on that you know they've been saying that they felt that as it got warmer the heat would help um eradicate this but now they're saying that's not really true either and i'm starting to get um a little bit (laughs) a little bit scared and feeling a little isolated this is what I've been saying about overloading yourself with information, and that this it's what is happening, and people get misinformation, too, because there's so much going on on social media, so much on different news channels, and they all have their own slant, and, you know, it, it, you got to find a few good sources that you know are reliable and, and tune in once in a while so you know what's going on, and... Well, that's Find true. Else but the six-month thing is real. The two quarters. I've heard that from people who have been following it from day one. And it's, yeah. you should look at two quarters. And, and we're in a similar situation, Shirley. So, 
you know, we're in a we're in a similar situation right now where we're yeah, down. So that's here. why I'm kind of curious. How long? I mean, are are you looking at a certain time that you're going to try to get back to Indiana? Or are you just going to stay down there till this is over? Or what are you guys thinking about doing? Well, that's what I'm kind of curious about. I, I'm afraid it's probably taken out of our hands. I've got a problem right now, and maybe you guys can help me with it. I've got a prescription that I take for sleep. Well, the prescription's up on March the 20th. Normally I could, and it's out, but I could call my home doctor. Um, it used to be that the drugstore would just transfer the the prescription down or whatever. I don't even know if they're going to do that or how I'm going to resolve that issue. He's going to have to call the Walgreens here and get it refilled because they won't transfer that prescription unless you've refilled it once. Because the RX number changes every time. You asked for a refill, because that's why I had to send it to you that time. Yeah, I don't know how... Because they said in order, to, because it's a controlled substance, in order to transfer it, you have to have it refilled at least once before they'll transfer that RX. And it keeps going back to zero every time, because the doctor doesn't, wow. doesn't want to go through the insurance company, so, because they don't want to verify, so... They just want to write you the prescription. But I would think there ought to be some way to solve the problem. It's not one of those, you know, strong, you know, it's a derivative of Ambien. It's a generic thing, whatever it's called. On a related note, I want to ask about mail order because my new insurance that kicks in on April 1st, they have the option to do mail order, and I assume there would be some good and bad that could come with that. Yeah. And and we'll get to all that, and there is good and there is bad, but I didn't know if you guys had any suggestions on how to handle this situation without just calling the drugstore, call the doctor's office, how to do it. So you have a physician in Florida? I mean, since you're spending quite a bit of time there, you have a... We're working on that right now. The ladies, we're working on that right now. But it's been a little hard the past few weeks to get that done they're not taking yeah we have some hand raised as well okay. so um uh, before we fully be, gonna uh, have to... uh, but before that i just want to know if there's a demo that david and no no no, 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 no jeff, jeff jeff just take calls jeff okay just take calls jeff and we'll tell you all right very good okay i'm sorry think, we have I one think... from up uh, oh go ahead jennifer go, i'm sorry I think you are just going to have to call the do- right. doctor, though, and tell him to call this Walgreens, because yeah, that's I the only way they'll do it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's take care of the calls. I believe it's Pierre. Oh, it's the 225. He's the yeah, real Pierre. Everybody I'm knows. I'm still living. I don't have it yet. But uh, uh, we're... Uh, we got to live out in the country, so we don't have people around us. That's the one good thing. And I've got an acre of land. I can go out in the backyard. That's what we've been doing lately, going out in the backyard and uh, sitting in the swing and playing with the dogs and and things like that and then just doing a lot of reading. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this thing's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Oh, yeah. Um, are you concerned about 
the possibility of the ACB convention being transferred, Pierre? Uh, well, they're supposed to have a meeting uh, the end of March to decide what they're going to do. Uh, because, uh, you know, with these big hotels and stuff, you, ha- you have to allow time. Uh, they give you so many days that, that to cancel, then you start paying penalties. So um, uh, maybe if they close all these hotels, it, you know, there won't be one anyway. Well, I'm surprised they didn't make the decision earlier to cancel it. Everything else, every, everyone else is canceling everything. Exactly. Not, not that late. I mean, not into July yet. Yeah. Well, you figure even the Kentucky Derby isn't going to run until Labor Day now. Right. Yeah. This world is turned upside down. Do we have any uh, phone callers on the... Yeah, we do. Daryl in Illinois. Oh, he's a good one. From the 217. Pierre, did you have anything else before? Oh, guess not. I guess not. Nope. <laughs> okay, should I go ahead? Yeah. Yes, this is Daryl Darnell in Urbana, Illinois. My first time uh, catching the coffee club live in a long time because all the places I volunteer during the week here in Illinois are obviously closed down, so I'm under self-quarantine. Uh, the only thing I'm doing that's any really different is spending a lot more time at home and trying to get caught up on uh, projects I should have done around the house you know, a long time ago, but being a procrastinator, you don't know how that is. Uh, I am still seeing my little grandchildren, Noah and Iris, who are three uh, years old and eight months. So I see them. Uh, my daughter and son-in-law are both teachers in the Champaign Public School District, and of course they are on uh, leave as well because of the Illinois shutdown. Uh, as far as food, uh, we have a ship. Here, of course, that uh, works with all the various grocery stores in the Walmart, and so uh, I'm able to get groceries and things and keep the freezer and the refrigerator and everything full. I agree that we all need to work together in this, but we can all get through this. It's, it's, a, it's an inconvenience, granted, it's frustrating, but if we don't finger point and blame, we will all get through this uh, as a country. And, uh, and as a blind community, I, I realize some people love to go, and, and, and as I do, I love to be on the go all the time. But it really isn't that much of, a, of, a, of an issue to, to be home. It's kind of nice for a week to get caught up on stuff. And uh, I just wish the best for everybody in the audience. And I love getting to catch a live for a change. It's been a podcast. Everyone have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you very much, Daryl. We really appreciate your input, your nice, positive outlook on things. And like you said, this will pass. We will get through it, but we do need to work together. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Dave and Chris are going to be a, a, some questions a little bit later if we have time. So they're on board with this. Okay. And they're, well, they're kind of running out. Okay, so. let's go get them. Okay, let's get to Julie, and I know your hands are probably tired here, so I'm sorry about that. Go ahead, Julie. All right, that's fine. At least they aren't too tired since I'm on the phone. and it's um, We need to be a little bit careful. Some of us, you know, when we're in stores, we like to kind of look at what's around us. 
And um, when we were out Sunday, um, a friend of ours, we were at a, a good sense and, and she was looking through the bags of chips to determine what she wanted. And she was blind and, you know, so I gently kind of told her, this is something you're going to have to stop doing for a while. And she said, well, my hands are clean. I said, but you can't prove that. You don't know who else has been touched. So you're going to have to let somebody pick them out for you just, you know, for a while. And you don't know that the potato chips are clean. <laughs> you don't well, know. Well, that's kind of what we told her. You don't know. And, and right. I understand. <laughs> you just I'm sorry. voting yesterday. Were you concerned with that? And what was that experience like? As a matter of fact, I was concerned about that, but I did get a ride at the last second. Um, that wasn't without its thing, too. But I went there, and it um, was. They said, no problem with accessibility. They handed me a pair of headsets. The guy didn't know how to put the, it's like a oh an SD card in the machine to get it started. And he put it in upside down. That took two or three times. Once that got done, and then I said, well, can you turn the volume up on this? I can barely hear it. So he didn't know how to do that. And he said, well, here's this little box here that came with it. Oh, yeah, it's got the volume button right on it. He handed it to me was in Braille. So, you know, once we got that figured out, it took me all of 30 seconds to vote. It was very simple. I hit it. It printed it out, took it right over, handed it to the lady, and he goes, well, I'll put it in the box for you. And the lady goes, he's quite capable. This was a worker. He's quite capable of doing that himself. You know, she said that out of, out of the blue and so it probably took me less than five minutes more time for him to get the machine going than it did for me to do it but it was a very positive experience as far as the way the machine works so there is hope there that that was a very good experience well you're lucky you got to vote because in ohio um, that was Tuesday in Ohio. They canceled the primary. Election. And you know, and, and I thought that the the turnout would be much much lower, but I think it was maybe a little higher than 2016, where there were no problems, and which just goes to show me that the people are concerned and plugged in about the issues. And I forgot what they said. Over two million people. Voting. Florida was the largest state as far as delegates were concerned last night. So, but it was a good experience, Michael. I was curious, did you throw out your hands afterward? Oh, I did, and you know, but I did notice there the guy said, Do you want to take my arm? He must have forgot about this distancing business. But yeah, I, I, I washed my hands and, you know, when I got home and, and that kind of stuff, but. That was my only foray out this week, so. Ohio's not canceled. It's just delayed till June. Delayed till June. All right. Well, you know, uh, if you're investing in the stock market today, I just got a notification from Channel 13 that it was down 200 points on the opening. So uh, those who people people who use Robinhood, which is quite accessible, and they have investments, maybe you shouldn't be looking at that for a while. Mm -hmm. I think... It helps being here 
because it's warm out. And so, you know, you can go out and get fresh air. I can sit outside. People that have homes certainly have yards. There's nothing to keep you from going out in your yard. Right, right. That distance from people. That that's the so get out, get some fresh air, and you know, I, it's just kind of like life as usual, with a few exceptions. I'm more concerned about the food and the things and things like that. As long as I get those essentials, I'm cool. I'm good. Now, I understand that people do have different anxiety levels. And if we all thought the same, well, we'd be all carbon copies, but we're not. I think a lot of the, I mean, there's different factors. Some of it is misinformation on Facebook. So I That's right. In a lot of places. Yeah, you just for example, Jenny's mom called. Well, there's if you do this, if you do this, I read. If you do this, if you clap your hands three times, you won't get it. If you <laughs> hold your breath, you know you won't get it. If you and, and there's also scams popping up too. Right, and these people are qualified based upon, you know what I mean. But a lot of people. Well, there's so much stuff going around about what you can do, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Right, but I I was just thinking that when I heard her read that list to you that, well, try this. This will prevent it if you drink. It's so. not a preventative. It was to help you figure out if you had it. Oh, I, uh, Another scam. Yeah. I'd call that a test. There is no test that you could drink to find out if you have it. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, they, they actually have to take a swab from your nose and a swab from your throat to do the testing on this virus. They use what is called a pharyngeal swab, and it's a flexible plastic swab with a cotton end and it in your nose, and they push it until it meets resistance, which is back in your throat. That's why they have to have a flexible one. And they say it's very uncomfortable. Oh. Oh, I don't want to go through that if I can help it, Chris. But I, but if I have to do it, I'll have to do it. You know, I get that, you know. Do we have more raised hands or are we, are we pretty good there? Yeah. Okay. No, we have two more hands raised. Two more. Yeah, Gail and Bill. Gail and Bill. So let's get the Bill. Yeah. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, yeah, this um, is back to... You got it? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Bill. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, a lot of background noise there. Okay. Anyway, back to the AC, back to the ACB convention thing. They're they're saying that um, they got a meeting on March 30th. Well, the thing of it is, they won't make a decision here in the state of Illinois until after March 30th whether anything's going to be open or not because right now all hotel restaurants and everything are closed and the area that they're having the ACB convention out there in Schaumburg the Woodfield Mall is closed and all the food places out there are closed except for carryout so you'd be nowhere to get any food if you're out there anyway right now well probably by then if this is they're not going to let them go I mean that's what I'm saying is they're going to make a decision March 30th and then they could they could come back on April first and say oh, everything's all to go and the ACPs are canceled. Everything. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, but they got to make a decision sometime to give. Well, I know they, I know they do, but they should they should probably wait until 
they have a deadline. They make a decision until after March 30th and see if anything opens I think, up. I think, they should, I think they should have canceled it anyway and, and, and cite on the caution of, 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 just, of being more cautious than not. Uh, that's, oh, yeah, right. That's my yeah. opinion of it. And well, my opinion is, too, because, it, you know, no matter if they open these restaurants and stuff back up, that doesn't mean the virus is gone. You could still be in a crowd and get it. I mean, it's not gonna. It's not gonna well, go away. It's not gonna go away in in two weeks and say, "Oh, it's not around." Well, anymore, we just, we, you know, just as I said, you know, I, I know why they do it, and I know that they're trying to keep the virus from spreading. But you know, if they, when they close the restaurants and everything, it hurts. It hurts the business owners in more than one way because not only do the people do they lose their business, but all the food that they have, all that stuff has a date, so then they have to throw out. All oh, yeah, right, right. Well, it's like, well, it's like when they closed uh, where I worked for 50 years. They closed that Monday, and they had a meeting. All the employees were there, and they had a meeting, and when it was over with, they gave they gave all the perishable food to the employees to take home. Yeah, and, and, they and, didn't get with the frozen and, food. And stuff. at least here, Jennifer, the restaurants aren't closed. They're, they're only allowed to do takeout. They're not closed. Right. So, yeah, so and, they, and you, can't go, you can't go in and wait on the food. You have to call ahead. You can't you can't go in the restaurant and order it and then sit down and wait for them to fix it. You right. have to call ahead to all the restaurants, and then you just go pick it up and they either bring it to the door to you, and someone will let you go in. I know Dunkin' Donut here, um, they're open, and but they've removed all their tables. And Starbucks, you can go in, but only to pick up coffee and leave. You cannot you cannot hesitate. There can't be any more than three people in the place at one time. Well, I know here the bars and things are closed, but like our restaurants can operate at like 50% of their capacity. Jennifer, that's probably going to change. I can tell you that right now. It is probably going to change, and if it's not state-mandated, it will be federally mandated. Um, That's probably what's going to happen. They're already thinking about making a a federal, because I was listening to stuff yesterday, and they're they're already contemplating a federal emergency, and if they do a federal emergency, that means the whole nation shuts down. So everything is just in fact. In fact, here they don't. They don't even right. But we dentist, do, we, we don't dentist, we, uh, well, we don't yeah, know that. Dentist, yeah, a dentist can only take emergency appointments only. Right. They're not allowed to take people just for cleaning and routine checks. Yeah. Your doctor, they're doing tele. They're doing teleconferencing now. Most of the doctors here. Tim, and I, you don't go to the doctor unless you're really sick. I'm sorry, Tim. Did you have a, you had your hand raised? And I'm sorry. Yeah, we we have a call. Uh, from, I don't remember, Michigan, anyway. So, uh, should I go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Hello, this is Nolan Parrish calling from St. Joseph, Michigan. I would like to comment on the uh, live stream on the Legend website. I understand that this has been coming in a disaster and an issue, um, especially with the, not with the coronavirus, but I do want to mention that there has been an issue concerning with Safari on the iPhone, the way it behaves when loading the web page. I'd like to see this being fixed. Um, I don't know if I should call Apple at this time, because especially when I'm on the phone with you guys, uh, this is concerning. 
listening to the world live legend and the Wednesday coffee club show just now. So you give me a call back. I greatly appreciate it. Or talk to me on the air. That would be helpful. My number is 269. Oh, no, we don't need to have his phone number put, put on the... Uh... Okay, Michael, we'll we'll let you address that issue. Well, we'll look at it. We're, you know, it's not something I check every day. Well, I will open my iPhone and see if I can get it to play on Safari. Uh, we, when we set it up, everything works. So we'll, what's happening or not happening. But there are, I should point out, there are a lot of things going on right now. There are occasional disruptions of the Internet because... It is very taxing to the internet. All the people that were in offices now all working from home and, and getting new routers and things. And there are also some, in fact, the Health and Human Services Department uh, apparently has been hacked. And so, like, denial of service attacks. And so what that means is entities will put millions of requests out in a short period of time to overload the systems to make them vulnerable. And that, when that happens, you'll see interruptions to the internet. So... I would be mindful that there may be certain websites or times when your email quits working for a few minutes. Uh, those would be, could be little hiccups. I would also, Michael, I would also suggest maybe, and you might enter it, can install the Live 365 app on his iPhone if he's using or iPad. You can also install TuneIn. So those are two apps right there. Um, well, number three, if you have iOS 13, you only need to press Siri and tell her to play Legend Oldies Radio. That's yep. fine. Works fine. I just tried it. Right. It so work. yeah, that, that works fine. Work. So, yes. um, you know, if you choose to use Safari, that's fine. And we will we will check on that. But that um, um, is... One of those things, okay? We, there are so many different ways to listen to the legend. Let's see. We'll okay. get any more callers? We do on? have one more hand okay. raised from Jerry out of Indiana, Pennsylvania. Okay. Go, Jerry, oh. go. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, you guys are talking about doctors. This is the way our general practitioner is handling it. Now, Judy and I decided to reschedule our appointment, you know, to uh, err on the caution on the side of error or whatever. But uh, they're leaving it up to the people if they want to come in because, we, you know, we have no corona cases here in Indiana County. If they want to, you know, do their regular appointments, we had a regular appointment today, which we've rescheduled uh for April the 14th, but they're, they're leaving it up to the people at our general practitioners. Jerry, that's a good point. Here in, in the Albany, New York area and in New York State, our doctors are saying, look, unless it's a necessary emergency appointment, if it's just a regular appointment for a physical or nothing nothing emergency, they are not seeing you at this point. My dentist called me yesterday, as a matter of fact, yesterday morning, to let me know that uh, they had rescheduled, they wanted to reschedule my appointment. They rescheduled to the end of April. But I'm going to call them and reschedule to maybe out to June, July, or even August later on. Okay. That that works. You know, do whatever you've got to we do. We have Gail on uh, with a hand raised again. Okay. Go. Okay, hold on a second. Why is this not doing it? You are unmuted by host. Go ahead, Gail. 
I just talked to someone at our church, Holy Spirit Church, and I, I mean Sacred Heart Church in South Rapids, and they have, we used to get communion, um, home delivered, you know, we, someone would come every Sunday, and last week when someone came, they said, we're not sure if we're going to be um, coming or not, but I called the church, and she said, no, we're not going to be doing that until this thing is settled. Then she gave me a link in an email so that I could listen to the Mass online because I wasn't going to mess with Facebook. They have a fa Everything seems to mess around with Facebook. I'm a little bit leery of that. So hopefully that will work for, for getting the Mass on Sunday. And like I said, no, no communion. This is kind of a bummer because I know some of these are metalogies and they're great. Very good, Gail. Thank you. Please pray for me, Gail. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, please pray for yeah. us. <laughs> and we Thank have you, another, Gail. Another okay, let's take that one. Okay, and then we have then we have Joe as well. Go ahead, Tim. Good morning, everyone here on the panel. This is Al from Field. Wanted to call in and mention that I'm enjoying this program. This is the first time I've actually listened to it live because um, you're busy with my senior center or with the kids like that. Everything's all closed up. But anyway, uh, yeah, they delayed the uh, election. The governor, uh, Mike DeWine, uh, delayed until June 2nd. That's still pending. But the judges denied his request of uh, canceling the election, but they uh, canceled it anyway. And, and uh, the governor wanted to change it to uh, June, but that's still up in the air, too. So we'll see what happens. Uh, everybody have a great day. Thank you very much, Al, and be sure to call in your request on Saturday. That At least one thing, this will not affect the folks doing shows on The Legend, and I've urged all presenters who are doing shows to be very understanding um, and listen to your audience, listen to what people have to say, and communicate back with them. We're we're not automation. We're real people. So uh, keep that in mind. We've got some. Who have we got next, Jeff? We have Joe in in, in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Let me go, Jim. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. This is Joe. I'm just giving a little light nature something to listen to. Maybe nobody has ever thought of. In the golden days of radio, Perry Mason was a soap opera starring Bob Dixon, and all you have to do is search engine it, listen to Bob, listen to Perry Mason on the radio, and there it is. And it was it, it was it was one of the best soap operas because it was a great lawyer detective show, and it would take months to solve a case, but it was the uh, drama. Everybody thinks of Raymond Burr on television, which is great, but back in the good old days, Bob Dixon playing Perry Mason. Every day, five days a week on the radio, and now you can enjoy this on the internet. And uh, I'm very also, good, Joe. Yeah, and, and let's not forget that Perry Mason was also uh, originally a series of books as well, so you can read them as well. Very, very much true. And uh, I we may, have one more from okay. Beth out in Minnesota. All right, go ahead, Beth. Okay, I'm. Okay, I'm on then? Yes, you are, Beth. Yes, you are. Great. I want to let you know a really nice thing. The activities director in my apartment building 
is doing. She, in fact, she's calling me with this each day. There's something that she has that's a ray of sunshine, and there's some riddles and jokes and a couple of categories questions and maybe certain things having to do with uh, um, have I have you ever and um, it, clever endeavors things like that and it's, it, we're doing a little bit of that and she's hoping to get me in on a conference call each day with certain activities that we might do and you know, being that we're not able to be doing the activities in the activities room or the fitness room at the moment I mean I know it's all until further notice but I'm just ecstatic about the fact that this lady thinks of so many things that 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 we can do and I mean it's it's I know it's not a requirement but for me I'm making it a requirement that I do these things <laughs> well that's what good, part of Minnesota do you live in Beth I live in St. Cloud in central Minnesota area you live close to Gail right yes uh-huh Okay, so that, you know, but at least you're taking a positive outlook and doing what you can do, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I and have my little bouts with depression with it, too, and I know I did something kind of punchy last night. <laughs> I was talking with another friend, with a few friends on a conference, and I asked one of them, because he likes to do so many crazy things, I asked him if he could imitate, if he could do a sound effect of a, a lawnmower running over a piano and he he did it he had all of us cracking up royal <laughs> i don't know why i wanted to hear that but it was so funny it, you know there is a dr demento song that i know tim has it's uh by, i forgot the name of it it's about a dog about a lawnmower running over something uh, i remember my dead dog oh, yeah. rover being run over by a lawnmower or something i'm looking over my dead dog rover that i yeah. ran over with the mower <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. You're laughing, and laughter cures a lot of things. We have one more from Bill as well. But, okay. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, real quick. This is uh, competitive to the legend, but uh, Joe, if he's listening, you might want to go to a competitive. Bill's had her on before called thelistenfactor.com, all one word, T-H-E-L-I-S-T-E-N. F-A-C-T-O-R dot com. And they have seven options there. You can listen to old radio shows, old music. And the best one I discovered the other day, option seven on their thing, they do narrated movies. And they did the narration movie. I, I got caught up in it of the black women that, in, that invented the, the formulas for the space station or the space travel for John Glenn and the, and the moon. It was a movie out. I forget what the name of the movie was a while back. It's really interesting. The movie is good, and they really described it well. The way they good. did. I mean, if Joe wants to listen to something once in a while, that's oh that's no. The thing to listen to and, and I'm getting about. ready to give another competitor here. It's called right. West Westwood One dot com, and okay. they provide old college championship games. You know, you couldn't do the Final Four this year, so if you want to listen to championship. Um, basketball games, NCAA games, you can do that right there. Just type it in Westwood One on on Google, and you can you can find those. The other thing is during this at night or off peak times when there's no one on the air on the legend, uh, you you guys can write in or call in. 
Give me suggestions of something you would like to hear on the legend that we don't normally do. So just let me know that if you would. Uh, By the way, for those who are missing March Madness and NCAA uh, uh, tournaments, Westwood One starting on the 19th, which is, I believe, uh, Thursday, is going to be replaying uh, uh, the best of Sunday. They're going to start with the Michigan-Indiana Championship now on Thursday night uh, from 1979. And those of you who like described audio or video, um, you might take a look, especially for those of you who use Comcast. You have a stream app that works really well, very accessible, and you can listen to uh, a lot of stream, you know, described video TV shows on there. So right. So those are some things you can do because... You know, we, we want to keep you entertained and things things you can do. And just, you know, imagine they're, they're scrambling on television, especially like ESPN and some of those things. They're, you know, after this football frenzy goes away after this week, you know, they're, they're, they're finding new ways to reinvent themselves and the good restaurants will, Jennifer, will find a way to adapt, and so they're able to carry on their business. You know, um, did you, I don't know if you read this bill, Mike, uh, it's the news that I've got it on the bits list, but this, uh, uh, I believe the, the app is called Activision, and I believe Spectrum, the or Charter, has bought the rights of that app from Disney, and they're trying to get beta testers to beta test this app, because they're going to be able to You'll be able to watch a movie on your television and be able to hear the descriptive video on your phone. This is something that Disney was trying, it that, that, that they're not doing it anymore. But uh, they're going to be trying to do that. I have written to get the be the beta tester for this app, but I have not heard back. They may have had so many requests, but I did follow the link and send an email to the individual in charter to do that. But if I get the link to that app, I'll let you all know about it. Yeah. And Jerry has his hand raised. I'm going to okay. get to him right now, Chris. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, another alternative. You're talking about, uh, yes, you watch, uh, let's say, USA Network on on your TV. Like, all day they have, like, Law & Order SVU and all kinds of stuff that's video described, you know, audio described. You can do that. And then there's also the uh, Time Capsule Audio Network out of Canada, which you can get your device to play. Um, they're doing, I believe... You know, a hundred, they do a hundred years of music in seven days. Today they're doing, uh, you know, like fifty to fifty-nine, and then tomorrow they'll be doing, you know, uh, sixty to sixty-nine, and so on. There's a lot out there. Oh, there is, there is, and thanks, Jerry. So, Chris, uh, it looks like we've got all the calls. I think. I have a question for Chris. And I'm going to ask her another one, too. But Chris, you're more familiar with QVC. I ordered these things that I, I searched. I love them. They're called black and white cookies. They're vanilla and chocolate or vanilla and fudge. They're not They're not icing. They're a hard, I guess it's a hard icing, I guess it is, on, on these cookies. And I found one from a bakery in New York. They said that it's not in stock, but I'm on a wait list. And I guess up until April 14th, and if after that, uh, they'll, they, they'll cancel the order. Have you done anything with QVC and, and had stuff wait, wait listed and have you, have you had success with that? Yes. Sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't. It just depends on whether it becomes available. 
I've joined waitlist for several things, and I'd say it's probably about 50-50. No. Okay, well, because I love... The, I, I mean, you can get them from other companies on QVC, but I love those ones that were made by the Zaro Baking Company in the Bronx, because that's where I grew up, and that's the ones I remember when I was a kid. So if they get them, they get them. If they don't, they don't. Right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm already hungry and, and drooling for them. You know, that's the problem. So. You might look for another option, though. Yeah, you might be right, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> All right. Do we have any... Um, so, Dave, uh, that we've answered all the questions, and unless Tim finds another one, are there certain things maybe or around your home or things that maybe we should be doing? Um, I don't know. Maybe it comes to better cleanliness, your counters. Maybe um, is there things we can do in the bathroom or places? Um, front room door well yeah actually um this is a good time to do some spring things where you you need to check out a few things uh might check out the ac you know it's gonna start warming up here someday and so you want to make sure that that's working if if you have air conditioning and um of course um it's that time of the year where you usually go around and clean your windows. And Chris has some pretty neat uh, recipe that she has for. She made some homemade window cleaner that is something else. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of things now. Um, you know, like if you have, uh, um, as far as in the bathroom, well, you know, it's other than doing some regular spring cleaning um, this is actually a really good time to do it when you can't go anywhere so <laughs> and don't forget to clean the little strip behind your bathroom door you'd be surprised the one on the floor you'd be surprised how dirty that gets I never thought of that never 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 ever ever thought of that um one thing that a lot of people complain about is when you reach out and you're reaching for the door, let's say your front door, your and you get fingerprints all over the or you know, there by the handle or whatever. That's probably another good thing to try to wipe down and keep clean. Well you get all that stuff, you know, over the winter you get that well, winter dust. I know here we have the railroad shops, and we get a lot of extra dust that you probably normally wouldn't get. So you have a lot of the, like you said, the doors, the windows. Murphy soap, if you have wooden doors, Murphy soap deleted, I mean dilute, <laughs> diluted, not deleted, a quarter cup of the soap to a gallon of warm water does a really nice job on wooden doors as far as getting off fingerprints and also your door frames. Good idea. Well, glass, I use my homemade window cleaner and one of those, uh, what do you call, I don't know, they're non-porous or non-fuzzy microfiber cloths. 
I was going to ask you, you, I know they sell a lot of that on QVC. Where they got, uh, I forgot the name of the brothers who sell this stuff, but uh, you know who I'm talking about, Chris. Are they, are they good and do they work? Yes, they are good and they do work. And the non-fuzzy ones don't leave streaks. What are these? Yeah, we use a lot of those those uh, non-fuzzy ones here for all kinds of stuff. You can use them on countertops or anything else. Speaking know. of countertops, I've noticed these new magic erasers come in sheets now, or you can get right. them in sheets. Is that good for like an oh stovetop, something like that? What is that it good? It depends on how hard you have to scrub. If you have to scrub with them, they they're kind of thin. They don't last real long. But if you just want a good wipe with them, they're fine. They say they're good for the oven doors. What uh, inside the oven, uh, Chris? On the commercial, I don't know if that's true or not. But that's what they've said on their commercials for those sheets. Well, it is true that they're pretty good. But the thing about it is, once that stuff bakes on, it's very hard to get off. So that. Just some of the. What other ways can you make your kitchen more, more sanitary? Maybe, maybe not sanitary. I'm not sure I'm using the right word, but just good old fashioned soap and water. Soap and water. It gets detergent, right. Detergent like a uh, dish detergent that you would use to hand wash dishes uh, in some water. Well, let me. Ask you this question. I always notice people clean their counters with the same dish rag they wash their dishes with. Is that advisable or would you use something different or change your dish rag every day? Because wouldn't that hold a lot of germs? I think that's okay as long as you change your dish cloth real often. Yeah, because wouldn't that be a germ? Well, it would, but if you get a clean cloth out to wash the dishes every time, you'd probably be okay. But if you want to use a different one, that's probably a little better. I think ever since this whole thing is going down, Chris, I've been using my dishwasher a lot more than I normally would. Yeah, Yeah, I use the dishwasher quite a bit. If you have a dishwasher, some people, did, you know, unfortunately, they they don't have one, and you just have to do what you can do. Um, you know that. I guess that's all you can do. But I know that's important to keep to keep that in perspective. Is to keep, you know, where it starts at home. Keep it clean. Any laundry tips as far as laundry? That should probably take care of itself. No, not really anything special. We have Bill's hand raised. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, Chris, what's your window cleaner recipe? Well, I don't have that here this week, but I will give it next week. Okay, I was just curious what to use. I've given it before, but I'll give it again next week. Okay. Uh, that'll give us something to come back to. What about? And we have Marianne Miglia. Marianne, uh, go ahead, Marianne. Hi, 
I know people were asking about countertops and things like that and things to kind of fill the germs and so on. And when I managed uh, cafeterias and such, I, as much as I hate using it as a blind person, uh, just because it's so easy to get it where you don't want it, a little bit of bleach in some cleaning water to wipe down your kitchen surfaces and so on works really, really well as a good sanitizer. And it does, bleach does tend to kill germs pretty darn well. Yes, it does. Well, we didn't have other kinds of sanitizer type, you know, or, or, you know, if you're really worried about sanitizing your dishes, you can always do a sanitizer rinse where you put a little little cap full of bleach in the, in the, uh, in your rinse water. Uh, for for a sanitizer rinse, if that's if you don't have a dishwasher, that's one of the options. That's really good. You can also dip your cloth into that solution to be able to wipe down your counters and so on and so forth, and cutting boards in places where you think the germs are going to live. Well, and all these things, unless you know they're not toxic to your animals that are in cages and can't get away from them, you might want to make sure that you're rooms are ventilated when you clean with those things or move your animals out of that room. And also the Clorox wipes and the Lysol wipes, when you can get them again, work really yeah. well for counters. And- <laughs> yeah. I use I use a lot of that stuff too and, and, and the amount of bleach that it takes to actually sanitize something is not as strong as will typically affect most people think you need a whole bunch of bleach to, to, to disinfect things and so on, and it's not nearly as strong as that. Most people tend to use more than what's actually necessary to do the job. Oh, I think we all do that. Um, you know, we, we just all do that. When you wash your hands, this is just a basic question. Cold water or hot water, or does it make any difference? Well, warm water is always better, and they oh. say you should put soap in your hands, and they actually suggest liquid soap, and you interlace your fingers while the soap is in your hand, and you wash the backs of your hands up to your wrist, and by the time you rinse them, it's going to be 20 seconds. What do they uh. say? Sing happy birthday twice? Is that what I understand? Oh, there's all kind. Of, yeah, that's one thing. But I saw a video of somebody singing part of "I Will Survive" and all kinds of things. Twinkle, twinkle, little star was another one I saw. Well, I, I guess the wash their hands long enough. The point is, wash your hands. Uh, no matter how you do it, what you do, just wash your hands. And when you can get that hand soap back in, otherwise use. The regular soap. I've, I've noticed this week that people are telling me that, well, that's not my brand of toilet paper. Now they're saying, that's okay, I'll use what I can get. So, you know, people are not being as brand cautious this week. Another thing that, but I never think about, but we do, is our phones and things that we've got in our hands all of the time. Would one of those Clorox wipes clean up the phone? Apple, Apple is saying that it is safe to use the Clorox wipes or the Lysol wipes on your phone, including the screen. Just try to stay away from the ports. Yeah, don't don't 
don't dump it in the port. But that, to me, can get a... I heard of somebody use something as some kind of... Oh, what they call that? I forgot what he called it. I heard it on the Jonathan Mosin podcast. And it's some kind of soap, but it's not maybe the kind of soap soap for your phone or something. I don't know, but... There is something that I was told about called PhoneSoap.com, and it, they make these devices that will charge your phone, and they use ultraviolet light to clean your phone. I've never seen them. I've never used them. I thought maybe Dave and Chris might know about them. Actually, uh, <laughs> we got a couple of those here about, I don't know, two years ago, something like that, and uh, it didn't work. <laughs> we have a... At least one more call. Okay. Hang on a sec here. And Julie has her hand raised. Okay. We'll Do you want me to get to Julie? Gabby and Lafayette, I don't know if you'll have time to put this comment on, but maybe next week. If you're talking about cleaning in the kitchen, if you have the burner pans, you know, on your stove, you get stuff on them, or even a pan that something is stuck in, Pour some vinegar in the pan and then put some baking soda in there and it creates kind of a fizzing action and it is easier to get things clean uh, when you do that. Thanks a lot. That's, that's a good suggestion because I've seen that. What bugs me, if somebody will eat their meal and leave the dishes on the stove or in the sink for several hours, then that stuff hardens up and it's harder to clean. You know, when it just sits there for hours or days. And the other call is a request for me, mm-hmm. so oh. we'll get to that. Uh, you're actually going to play their request, are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you're you're going to... Julie still has... Okay, her. yeah, we'll get Julie. Go, Julie, go. Hold on, I'm trying to get to her. My my understanding is that you're supposed to, uh, for wiping your phone, you're supposed to stand your phone up and then um, and wipe it down. And one thing you try to avoid when you're wiping, um, and then have it stand up so that it will dry. It can dry. Yeah, because that's a that's a source of of whatever the case may be and just wash 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 you know well, with any electronics as dave will echo here make sure it is isopropyl <laughs> otherwise you can get water in there and you can damage yeah you don't want to do that you dam- and, and, and if you damage an iphone with water in it apple will know and it, and if you have apple care that will immediately void your apple care and I don't know if anyone noticed, but the legend request line is back to normal as far as the audio is concerned. It's excellent. It is. And even with Apple, all their shutdowns, except for in Asia and China, they are still promising a new iPhone 9, a 4.7 inch, probably for $399 and 5.5 for $499. We'll see when they make an official announcement. But they'll have the latest A13 chips, so, and it will have a home button, so... Uh, for those who want an economical phone that's powerful and smaller and uh, latest technology. And will work for most things that you do. And don't uh, bother going to the Apple store in your malls or anything like that because they're all closed down. They're all closed. Yep. They're closed. You're not going to get them there. You may get them at Best Buy, but the new iPhone 9 hasn't even come out yet. 
and Best Buy, at least here, has set a limit of 15 people per store at one time. Wow, we got a huge store here, too. <laughs> yeah, so do, so do we. <laughs> yeah. No, there won't be. You better know what you want. So we'll just have to leave. And it looks like we've ran a little bit over time. Remember- Can I promote something that, that I have for you on, on All Things Radio? Because I think my people might be interested in this. And it has nothing to do with the virus. But I gave Bill a, a thing for, our, for the featured segment. And it's the story of Peter Tripp, a radio announcer in uh, New York City, who stayed awake for 201 hours straight in 1959. And it had a negative effect on his life. But I, it's interesting because I can't even stay awake for, two, for, for 24 hours without him. Without wanting to go back to sleep, but I think you got my. Got but my Jeff, you then. you do you stay up about twenty one, so that's probably true. You know, how did you know, hey, Bill? You know, because I, I get up at like three three o'clock every day, and I go to bed at about eleven o'clock in the morning. So, uh, <laughs> no, Jeff, I don't want to destroy your um, deal with that. But um, do we have any recordings of him while he was on the air for two hundred and one? We don't, but I have a, a documentary that was done of him by the psychiatrists who were keeping track of him. I cannot... There are none that I have of him on the air doing it, but I have some promos and reports from a, from a reporter on WMGM who, who talked about it at the beginning of the marathon and at the end. I have seen recordings, I do believe, of live DJs who who have done... Yeah, I have, I have too. Who have actually done that. Who've done that for over a week? I don't know. Is that two hundred one the record, or is it? it? Well, it's not anymore. But at the time, it was the record. Uh, soon after that, someone, some other people have broken that record. But I was more, I was more uh, interested in not the record, but what negative effect it had on him, which is what, which is what they were pointing out in the documentary. I mean, it really it ruined his marriage. It ruined his life. He had been married four times. He never got really back to the radio. Well, of course, he had other problems with payola in 1960. But even uh, though even that was the case, it, it, it had a detrimental effect on his life. Well, uh, I think he might have had time. some other issues. I'm, the, the people that I know of have done that have had no negative effects. But then again, I think... Well, with, it's a little misleading because a lot of times they would, you know, get to sleep intermittently they had to you cannot survive on a fire this, well, this guy was being kept awake by psychiatrists Mike they wouldn't let him sleep that, that was the whole I point of the I, experiment I, I, I would question that I'm, Mike it is a fact it is fact it was on I, I've, I've done the research and it is it is true but you, you teach yourself the microphone like I stayed 50 hours Oops. doing a sleep Sorry. and you sleep and they don't know you're sleeping well but he had five. He had psychiatrists keeping him awake, and, and that was what that was the whole point of the experiment. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's about time we wrap this up. Thank you, everyone, for all your wonderful input. It's our mission here at the Legend to keep you informed, and we're going to keep on doing this, and we're going to get through this together. And all through the week, we have that number eight hundred six nine three zero five. Nine five, and I've said it on my shows that if you have something you need to vent or talk about or do, um, that's where you go because we'll be glad to listen to you and try to help you. And Tim, I want you to have a a, a wonderful show. 
and I hope you got the audio fixed. So, yeah, the um, and uh, like I say, the request line sounds great. <laughs> I don't know what so, I did, but well, it's it's back to regular wave files instead of 8K MP3. <laughs> there we go. We got it all fixed. All right, you take care and thank you. Bye bye. Yep.